Okay, so this is March 10th. I'm looking at living authentically. Um, what is living authentically? What does it mean to do that? And I think for me, living authentically just means being myself and being myself in an unapologetic, true way. That also is a way that can help other people uh, that doesn't hurt the world around me because I want to be an authentic person. I want to be someone who is flawed, but who is also kind. And I want to live in a way that protects those around me. And one of the things that I love is the fact that I'm going to be able to do that if I live authentically, because you can't do that if you don't live authentically and you can, but you can't sustain it and you won't live that way for very long. There are times in my life where, you know, living authentically, if I sell myself out and I sell myself short, then I'm not living authentically. I'm not someone who is actually being a good human. I'm not someone who is having a good life. I'm not someone who is helping the world around me. So the first thing to do is to uh, define what living authentically means to you. And then also trying to figure out why that's a good thing. What do you have or hope to achieve in your life if you live authentically that you would not have without it? So where is the value in living authentically? You know, when you are being yourself, how do you benefit? How do you benefit versus the shell of who you've created to exist around other people or to believe in other people? Living authentically is a whole thing, you know, where our self-worth lies is in living authentically, where our ability to be compassionate and kind lives in living authentically. It exists there in that place. So for those of us who attempt to do that now, granted, it is an ongoing, ever-evolving process. So living authentically, you can learn how to do it, but to apply it, you have to apply it to every area of your life. And the way that I would suggest that is by starting small in small ways to influence the world around you and see how it goes. Um, it's a very challenging thing to restructure your life when you feel like your life no longer suits you. But that's a good thing to feel that because then you know you've outgrown where you are. Um, it's, it's almost like you're a fish that has to go to a bigger pond and you've outgrown your, your tank or your aquarium or your bowl or whatever it is that your little finny self lives in. You know, there is a way to upgrade yourself. And there is a way to increase your self-worth, increase your ability to be resilient. Um, the ability that you have, the natural abilities that you have that are good for you will become the foundation of living authentically. And you will use those things that you do well to influence and shape how you grow and how you become who you are meant to be. And it is an ongoing, ever-evolving process. However, it is a process that will benefit you to no end. And once you find that you begin living authentically, 
you will find that uh, people around you notice the change before you do. Um, because small changes are like a ripple effect. And what will happen is you develop yourself. You put effort into developing yourself and you will notice other people around you will know that you are changing. They will know that you are growing. They will know that you are becoming someone different. And then they will be influenced as well. So when you start living authentically, you become like this rock that drops into this body of water and the ripple effect carries out and influences everyone you know, everything you do. So when you live authentically, you are absolutely pushing a major upgrade in your life and you can do it gradually or you can climb all in and just dive in head first. I like to do it gradually, but I'll tell you from a personal standpoint, there have been times in my life where I have went scorched earth with everything and completely started over from scratch. And it wasn't because uh, I was being impulsive. It was because I finally got tired of being someone who was only living half of my best existence. And I decided to just take off and do the thing. And, you know, some people, they are not meant to take this journey with you. Some people are not meant to be at your finish line cheering you on. Some people are just those people who, despite their best efforts, cannot take this walk with you. They cannot take the journey as much as you might want them to. They cannot do it. And that's okay. They don't have to because it's not their journey. And that's something that um, is really important to consider because when you are someone who starts developing yourself and you start going places with it and you start becoming who you're meant to be, that's going to be a whole thing. And you are not everyone's cup of tea. You never will be. You don't have to be. And the sooner that you start accepting that, the sooner that everyone else will too. So in writing this book, the thing that I want to help you determine is when is the best time to start living authentically? If you're not, if you are living authentically or you're trying to and you want like a touch up or an upgrade to your life, what do you do with the knowledge you already have? How do you apply it? How do you work within what you already have to restructure because happiness comes from within. You can read a book, you can do all the self-help courses you want, you can talk to your friends, you can buy all the things you think you need. But the truth is, happiness comes from within. There's a reason that's on a t-shirt and a bumper sticker, okay? Because I'll tell you something. I've met a lot of people in my life. And if you're someone who thinks around that happiness revolves around money, Okay. Now there's a certain part of that. That's true. Paying your bills on time makes you a better person in the long run. Um, it helps you learn yourself in a better way because you have that freedom. You have the ability to, you have your freedom. You have that ability to feel secure financially. Um, cause financial insecurity is a really big thing and it's hard. And I have been financially insecure in a large portion of my life. 
Um, and, and now that I am more financially secure than I was previously, I can tell you that it's a whole thing you have to wrap your head around. Um, cause there have been times in my life where I've blown money looking for happiness. There have been times in my life where I used money to fill a hole inside me. And I can tell you that will work for a little while, but I can tell you what will really help you more is if you learn how to, to love where you're at in your life, because it doesn't burden you and you don't see it as a burden. You see your failures as stepping stones to your own success. And that's something that we as people really struggle with because we come from this uh, capitalistic society where everything is based off of how much you make and what you earn and, and what you can buy and the flashy, fancy things you have. And you can have flashy, fancy things and you can still not know who you are. Money is one of those tools that you have in your toolbox that can help you find how to live authentically, but you do not need to be financially stable to live authentically. As a matter of fact, living authentically might actually help you become more financially stable. And that's a whole conversation too. So, you know, there are things to acknowledge with financial security and uh, financial insecurity that are important to living your best life. Like you might have a job that you hate but it makes you able to pay the bills and pursue your passions and pursue your hobbies. And that's why you do it. But what if also part of that uh, living authentically means that you're able to get yourself to a point where you feel safe enough emotionally to say, I don't need to do this job anymore. I can do a different job. You know, living authentically is that part of you that says this job isn't good for me or this relationship isn't good for me, or this uh, friendship isn't good for me, or, you know, I'm in this station in my life and I don't like it, so let me change X, Y, or Z. The living authentically part is really a foundation for all the healthy boundaries you set, all of the authentic ideas and relationships you have. You can't have those unless you're living authentically. Uh, there are, you know, healthy boundaries you can't have until you know you so well that you can actually say what hurts you and what doesn't and what you need and what you want and what you don't need and what you don't want. And that's the only way that you're able to do everything. So no matter what you do, if you fail more than you succeed, chances are you are not living an authentic life. You're living inauthentically and you may not know it. So my advice is look at your life and determine the things that you want to change. Are they just superficial things? You know, are you someone who does live authentically? So if you are, you know, and you say, well, I don't need all this. Well, you can live authentically, but you might be missing something that you don't know that you need to live even more authentically. And you might also be that person who realizes that you think you're living authentically and you're really not, or you just want additional skills to add to your toolkit so that when you do live authentically as your true self, you are able to better define how you want that existence to be because you are someone who is actually coming through for yourself in a major way.
that's something I would consider. So back to those individuals who do not feel like they're living authentically. One of the best things I can tell you to do is take a week, take a month, take whatever time period you want and just analyze what you're doing with your life. Keep a running list in your mind or write it down and say, uh, this makes me happy. This doesn't make me happy. This makes me feel secure. This doesn't. This makes me feel safe. This doesn't. This makes me feel loved. This doesn't. This makes me feel approachable. This doesn't. Make your uh, list about how you're living your life almost like it's a pro or con list, okay? Because you have a lot of things that you do right in your life, okay? You do a lot of things right. And I think maybe the reason why uh, you may not feel secure in who you are is because even though you're doing a lot right and you're checking all the boxes for what you think you need, you're also not living authentically because it's really hard to be good at something and live authentically. And I'll explain what I mean by that. When you live authentically, when you have a good life, when you are doing the right things, I can almost bet you that you're still unhappy about something. There's still a part of your life that has a block around it that you can't break out of. Because A, people are not human. We're not, we're human, but we're not perfect. We like to be human. We like to live a very human existence. Because you don't grow from success, you grow from failure. And that's something people really need to remember is we grow from our failures and our failures are the things that define what we do next. You cannot be successful without failure. So when you go and you look at your life and you write down all the things you love and you write down all the things you hate or that you don't like or that could use improvement about the type of person you want to be, look at which list is bigger. If you are someone who is truly honest with yourself, it is very rare to have the list actually be bigger in what you're doing right than what you're doing wrong. And that's for a couple reasons, because one, we don't really analyze our successes. We don't really say, how do I keep doing X, Y, and Z? We analyze the shit out of our failures though. So when you're analyzing your failures, because we are programmed we as humans, our brains like to pick apart the parts that don't work. We like to solve problems. We like to be educated. We like to be informed, but we also don't like change. So if you're someone who's living authentically, you're probably gonna have more things that you want to change about who you are than you don't. And the other reason for that is that it's very easy to not see the good things in your life. We are so programmed to see only the, the destructive things or the bad things that we don't really ever acknowledge our success. We almost don't see it actually happening to us until we look back and we say, oh, that was successful. Because we are so hard on ourselves as a, as a culture, as a community, as human beings, that we often do not see why we need happiness in our lives. Like there's an imbalance of happiness almost sometimes. 
And so it's harder to see things when we're so close to them. You know, it's like we can't see the forest for the trees. And that's part of the problem we have in living authentically. Because when we don't live authentically, we don't see how well we're doing. We don't celebrate our successes. We don't uh, take stock in things that we are doing that might just need to be tweaked or whatever. We obsess on our failures, though. Because how many of you, show of hands, like, love, whatever, how many of you are at a place in your life where you can think of at least five things you don't like about yourself? Or ten things you don't like about yourself? You can rattle them off just like that. But when it comes to talking about what we love about ourselves, sometimes we sit there and we can't come up with a thing, depending on the day. Sometimes we say, oh, well, I'm a good mother, I'm a good father, I'm a good aunt, I'm a good teacher, I'm a good this, I'm a good that. We put ourselves in a position where we become um, almost adjectives to our lives. But very rarely are we the subject of our own lives. So living authentically, living at peace with yourself, being mindful of who you are and who you want to become, Developing healthy boundaries. Those are all part of living authentically. Those are all part of how you develop as a human being and how you grow and how you thrive. Because right now, you feel maybe completely like you're doing everything totally wrong. Or maybe you feel like you're living okay, but your life could be better. So whatever it is that you're doing, Keep doing the right things, but tweak them so that they function even better. And living authentically, being your best self, takes an extreme amount of patience because it's not something that can be done overnight. So you have all the time in the world to practice different strategies that work for you. And in this book, you're going to find strategies that I use that work for me. And you're going to find strategies that um, I implement because... I'm like, ooh, that person's doing X, Y, and Z. Because I observe people a lot. I'm not perfect at it, but I'm kind of good at it. And one of the things that I really like to do is observing what works for other people and applying it to my life. And I can promise you, you will know within a week, 30 days at the most, you will know that something is not working for you. You will know if it is working for you. Because... The universe will send you all the signs in the world that you need. Whatever deity you believe in will send you all the signs in the world that you need. Whatever spiritual platform or faith you have will send you all the signs in the world that you need to know that your life is working or it isn't. It's very simple. You will fall into two categories. It is working. It is not working. But then there's that middle category of what I'm doing is working, but I want to make it better. So this, this book, this course is for all of those people because everyone wants to live their best life. Everyone wants to stop struggling. Everyone wants to make the easy way, the good way, because it's really easy to sit in failure and think we're successful. Very, very easy to do that. 
And we don't have to do that to get ahead. And there are some people who feel like they are trapped, uh, that they're trapped in their lives. And maybe it's a relationship you don't like. Maybe it's a job you don't like. Maybe it's a career that you are bored with because it does not enrich you, but you're good at it. So you keep doing it. You know, you can find your happiness within yourself. Despite what you go through, you can still find happiness because happiness is a mindset. Now, what I'll also say is if you're one of those fortunate and lucky individuals who deals with anxiety or depression or PTSD or any of those air quotes things, it is going to be more challenging because there's going to be a different layer to it because in addition to learning to become one with the world around you, you're also trying to figure out how to do it while being compromised because depression, anxiety, uh, the, all those things, you know, PTSD, all the different things definitely add a layer of insulation before we can dig deep. So getting that in check helps you live more authentically, but also living authentically can help those things because how many of us have had situational depression? And if you don't know what that is, situational depression is basically something that comes up and it's a temporary depressive state uh, where it is because of a factor that is external to you that you are exposed to that makes you unhappy and that threatens your vitality and that keeps you wanting more. So if you're someone who, you know, has zero effort put into living authentically, meaning not that you haven't tried, but you haven't found things that work. Well, I can guarantee you that you are already doing things in your life that are authentic. I can bet you there are examples you can give me where you are already living an authentic life and maybe you just don't see it that way. How many times have you told someone off? Now granted, that's not uh, a skill that we should be proud of. However, but that defines when you tell someone off that you have a boundary and they've crossed it. So if you back up and you think about it that way, that was you living an authentic life. That was you breaking out of your comfort zone and telling someone to jump in a lake because in that moment you were being authentic. So how do we then take that moment where you can even be authentic even before that moment? So if you back up that moment that, that made you tell someone off, why did you tell them off? What was it about what they were saying that upset you? Or what was it about what they did that hurt you? Or what type of truth were you speaking in that moment? Because sometimes it's hard to speak the truth. And sometimes when we speak the truth, we also negotiate with the lies we tell ourselves at the same time. So if you tell someone off and you've done that in your life, because we've all done that in our lives, that is you stating your truth. That is you acknowledging your boundary. That is you usually telling the person on the other end 
of the phone call, email, conversation, whatever, that you know they crossed a line, that is you living authentically. Now, maybe you did not express that in a beneficial way, but that is you living your life in that moment in an authentic fashion. So how do you apply that to the rest of your life? Or maybe you're that person who has said, we can do this, X, Y, and Z, but we can't do A, B, and C because I'm not cool with that. This happens in business. This is why we have contracts. Contracts are a great example of healthy boundaries. Right? Think about that. Contracts are a good example of healthy boundaries. So if someone treats you badly, you can either get out of the contract or modify the contract or, you know, whatever it is that you are going through and working on in your life, you can alter it. You know, if someone is, if you're angry, if you're someone who's angry that something happened to you, that's your authentic self saying, this was not okay. And we'll talk about boundaries later, but boundaries do play a huge part in living authentically. How many times have you worked a job and you've said, I quit, I'm turning in my, my notice, this is my resignation because you were unhappy and you recognized you were unhappy and you recognized you were not fulfilled. So that was you showing that you understand that that was not helping you live your best life. That was not helping you to live authentically. So you needed to change that. And usually, you know, and, and all, the thing that all these moments have in common, okay, and we'll keep going. Um, one of the other things, right, is like, if you've failed a diet, if you have not succeeded at um, different things you want to do to change your life, you were living authentically in those moments. You just picked the wrong things to try. And I know that may seem kind of counterintuitive, but if you think about it, the reason you fail at something when you fail it is also when you're living authentically the most. Because what you wanted to do was not lining up with who you were, and that is why you failed. That's something to think about. See, this is where the shift starts happening. You didn't fail because you weren't good at something. You didn't fail because you tried too hard. You failed because that was something that you did authentic to yourself, that you felt societal pressure or pressure from a partner or whatever to change when you didn't want to, and your desire for self-preservation won out. It won out over your quote, quote, need to change. Maybe your diet failed because you ate too many cookies. Or maybe your diet failed because 
you were living in an authentic moment true to yourself when you wanted cookies and you didn't want to have to rein yourself in and keep your foundation from crumbling that way you know because if you want cookies and you eat mindfully which is also a part of living authentically then you're not going to fail your diet because everything you do will be in moderation so everything is a trade-off and everything comes with a price so when you start thinking about living authentically in that way that even your failures are telling you the type of person you want to be it's a lot easier to accept who you are when you start looking at your failures in a way that is more productive you know it may not be that diets don't work for you it might be that you were on the wrong type of diet and you tried to make it work for you and it couldn't or like with your career maybe you're in the right place for a career maybe you're in a place where you feel secure in your knowledge of something or you want to make something your career but maybe you're just in the wrong job maybe you know you want to be uh eating healthier instead of just eliminating one one bad thing from your diet you know adjusting your expectations working within who you are naturally that is how you live an authentic life for example and i, I bring up dieting because we all typically look at ourselves and go yeah i can lose a few pounds right it's a struggle everyone knows okay if i say i can't have gluten because it makes me sick because i have celiac disease that's a hard boundary i cannot negotiate my way out of that or it's going to bring me discomfort and pain and a whole lot of things y'all don't want to hear about trust me however i can find a gluten-free substitute for what i want to eat and that can satiate that that craving well then I'm still eating healthy but I'm eating healthy for me or maybe you know I'm in the right career path maybe I'm in the right career path but it's the company that's wrong and it's not right for me or you know because how many times have we looked at ourselves and we said i love my job i just don't like the people i work with or i love what i do but i hate uh being a manager or i love what i do but i hate this or that we do that shit all the time right we do we do it all the time so what if we stop fighting who we naturally are and we start improving who we naturally are There are a lot of people out there in the world who really want to live good lives and be decent human beings who are just at the end of their patience point 
who cannot live inauthentically anymore. And they are tired. They are overworked. They are overburdened. They are uh, often the people that you see with chemical dependency issues or alcohol issues or some type of, you know, eating disorder or this or that. Or maybe they're in a bad marriage or maybe they take it out, their, their life stress out on their partner. All those things have in common is that they're fencing themselves into a place they are not meant to be in. Maybe your partner is right for you, but you argue every day and you fight every day. Maybe it's not the partner themselves that are bad for you. Maybe what is bad for you is the way in which you argue with each other. The person doesn't necessarily define the thing and the thing doesn't necessarily define the person. So if you're someone who enjoys the concept of living authentically, you have to find out what that means for you. Because if you don't, you're really going to not enjoy your life as much as you could. I know people who are dirt poor who are happy. I know people who are incredibly wealthy who are happy. And I know everyone in between who isn't. And I can tell you, living authentically is what all the people who are successful, who are healthy, who are... And when I say successful, I don't mean like they're just financially independently wealthy. I mean people who are successful in life, who have figured out how to make their lives work for them. Those are the people I mean when I'm talking about whether anyone is successful and when they're not. There are times in your life where you will have defining moments that shape you, that you are completely a leaf on the wind for, okay? And you will get blown around and blown around and blown around and it will happen that way. And that is how life will be. But the times in life that you find your footing and you, you are able to stand up and take the journey, you know, after the wind sits you down, you look around and see where it took you and you start from there. You have to match your reality up with your expectations and you have to match your expectations up with your reality. And too many of us are not doing that. Too many of us think we want, you know, all these different things to happen. So many of us think, oh, I, I, I need to get married. I need to have a successful career. I need to have a job with these benefits. I need this. I need that. I need that. I need that. Because we have this societal construct that we are told is the way we have to live our lives to be happy. But have you ever noticed that all of those things, what they have in common is that they are all things? We never say the journey can make us happy. We never say we never say the journey itself is what makes us happy. 
which is wild because we spend so much time in our lives journeying to the next big thing. We spend all that time taking that energy we have and shoving it into some place or something that we don't need to be doing. But we do it because we think we have to, because we're taught that's what makes you happy. There's a reason why happiness comes from within, and there's a reason why happiness is an inside job. So when you're living authentically, that's when you're the happiest. If you're someone who, you know, is an attorney, and you became an attorney because that's what your family expected, but you really want to be like someone who owns their own food truck. There's going to be a process to make that happen. Because you also, in addition to chasing your happiness, you have to think, why can't I be happy while I'm reaching my goal. We spend so much time reaching. We need to make sure that we're happy along the way too. So say if you're an attorney who wants to be a food truck owner, have your own business that way, it's a great thing. But the life that you are currently living, can it be sustained by what you want to do? And if it cannot be sustained, by what you do, how do you sustain it? How do you make that shift? What can you live with? What can you live without? This is why we have midlife crisis, okay? And quarter life crisis. These moments we have, they are moments where we are like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm at the end of my rope. I can't be in this relationship anymore. I can't be, you know, in debt anymore. I can't you know, only buy new cars anymore. I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. Some people have some wild reasons for not living authentically. Some people have some wild reasons for why they have a midlife crisis. But the thing with midlife crisis is you either completely drop everything and start over, and that's how you have a scorched earth policy and you heal from it, or you begin to do the math and realize, wow, I need to take control of my life because I'm not in control of my life. And that is why you will see, in my opinion, that's why you see these different couples who have been married for 20 years, look at each other and go, I'm done. I want a divorce. Because they can't live under the pressure of living inauthentically anymore. And if you're the person on the other end of that, that's going to really suck because maybe you are living authentically, but your partner isn't. So then you have to figure out, is my partner who I can fall in love with again? Or do I love the idea of this person? But do I really love them? This is why it's so important to know yourself early on. Because when you get to a point where you're going through a midlife crisis and you do not know who you are and you do not know who's sleeping beside you because you don't know each other anymore because you don't know yourselves or 
you know, you are wealthy and you are rich, but you are sick because you hate what you do, but you do it anyway because you like money. You will have a personal point in your life where if you have not reached it yet, you will reach a point where you look at yourself and you say, is it worth it? Is what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing worth the cost of what I'm not receiving? And you will know. You will know 100%. And I've got to tell you, you will pick you every time. Because there comes a point when that voice becomes so strong and so wild and so loud that you cannot ignore it any longer. And maybe you could ignore it in your 20s because everything was new and you were distracted. Or maybe in your 30s you could ignore it because everything was shiny. Because you were starting to collect and starting to realize that you liked things. But what do you do when your life is not authentic? What do you do? There are things that you will experience in your life that will shape you. They will define you. They will challenge you. They will help you grow. They will help you do X, Y, and Z. But they will bring you immense pain if you are not preparing yourself to live a life that you actually want. There are so many people in the world that we don't have excuses anymore. And we shouldn't have excuses anymore. Because when we don't live authentically, we hurt ourselves. We hurt our friends. We hurt our families. We hurt the world around us. And that has a catastrophic ripple effect that just goes through the entire planet. You cannot love yourself if you lead an inauthentic life and you see that all the time. You see the fallout all the time. You see families divorcing. You see people splitting up. You see people snapping and losing their jobs because they go off on their boss. Or you see people advocating for things that are beneficial to the world around them, trying to change the world around them when they haven't figured out how to change themselves. And that is part of why it does not work. You cannot love who you are and not be who you are. That is not how that works. And if you are living an authentic life, an inauthentic life, you do not love yourself. Because only through living an authentic life can you develop boundaries. Only through living an authentic life can you develop strategies. Only through living an authentic life 
can you determine who you want to be only through living an authentic life can you look at yourself and be proud of who you are and only at that point can you experience self-love so those are my thoughts for today my name is andrea welker and you're listening to the sacred hearth podcast a podcast developed by me who's a neurodivergent and just as weird as you are if you would like to support this episode please check the link in the description you can also donate through our anchor page or you can donate through any of the hosting services that we offer have a great day and don't forget to subscribe